I'm Thomas Shabbat, and you're listening to the Sense Call-Ups. From a city that's gone from late July to late October in just 72 hours, welcome to Season 12, Episode 2 of the Sense Call-Ups for Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. I'm Cardinal, Panic and here as well. A month ago, we were here talking about expectations for the preseason, things that still had to be done, a new owner about to take over, and generally being fairly optimistic. We have lots to talk about about those subjects and others. Let's get started. Boys, fall has finally arrived. Got your snow tires on? Not yet. It's off to buy them. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. You need a new set. So do I, actually. Yeah, just all these I think we've got a couple of months before we need them on. One. Whoa. <laughs> One and a half. <laughs> Quebec's mandatory by November 1st. December. December 1st. Is it December 1st? Yeah. I thought it was December. November 1st. December 1st. It's best not to wait anyways, because then you're screwed. That takes 45 minutes to put them on. No, I can't do this stuff myself. Sure you can. You don't want to. You can. You don't want to. That's the important <laughs> difference. You don't trust myself to do it. Yeah. Just, hey, hey, can you come over and we can change my tires? I'll say, okay. Yeah. Well, actually, because I, I didn't also need to get them on rims and stuff. Too, yeah. Right? So it's well. just might as well get it done. Of it. Sure. If you're already getting them for like when you're first getting them. Yeah. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I have to get new ones. I was looking at them. I was looking at them when I took them off in the spring. I'm like, ooh, wear bars. Okay. These ones. Are <laughs> <laughs> I should have changed these two years ago. <laughs> no, no. They're like, they were just coming to the surface. They, they were fine for last winter, but they're done now. So, I mean, I could tell that they were wearing out, yeah. but. No, Still better than all seasons. and I mean, worst case ones. scenario, I just tell my clients, like, sorry, we, we got to meet online until the snow thaws out. Yeah. Well, try that. See, See how April. it works out for you. Yeah, should be fine. <laughs> Tenured. <sighs> What's new? So, yeah. Well, I just got back from Stratford. Oh, is that where you were? Okay. Yep. yep. So lots of fun. Went to go see three. Well, went to go see three plays, uh, 2.3 of them. Oh. Yeah. Um, a Wrinkle in Time, which is a children's story. Out immediately. Oh. What, you fell asleep fell or you asleep. left? Oh. Fell asleep. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Oh, that's embarrassing. Oh, no. Yeah, and we were in the balcony, like Waldorf and Sam. And Sammer? Stadler and Waldorf. Stadler and Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, last maybe the first 10 minutes or so. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then the actress starts screaming, I'm like, shut up, I'm trying to sleep <laughs> This isn't Cirque du Soleil. So, yeah. Oh, just, I've gone to O oh, three times. I haven't seen it once. Um, <laughs> that, that's we, expensive tickets that you're using. It's very expensive, but I try, and that's why we keep going back. And it's just, We plan it out at the worst times. It's like, oh, you've been up for 20 hours. Let's go to Cirque. Or, oh, <laughs> Let's go perfect. the first night. Lights go down, and... <laughs> that's really very poor planning. Very poor. There's no morning show. 
Well, yeah. Is that and okay? Make sure your phones are off. Okay. Phone off. <laughs> Doesn't matter where I am. I don't remember on the airplane the last time that I've seen the emergency demonstration. Do you fall asleep before takeoff? Yeah. Airplane mode on, pan off. So you need to put airplane mode on earlier at night you when you're here. So. Yes. And get this but then why reaction. But then I, I, when do I watch three hours of history reaction videos? You don't need them. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. So I went to Wrinkle in Time, which was like as a kid's one. And it was, it was all right. Then I went to go see Spam a lot. Yes. Lots of fun. And at the at the end of the show, spoilers, um, they come down into the crowd and say, and they find the Holy Grail, which was under my seat, so I've been sitting on it the whole time. Oh. Were you aware of this? It, no. Oh, okay. Because they just come down like, oh, this is going to be me. Pull me up on stage. It's like... So they put me up in front of the king. Of course, you kneel, which was fun. Um, got a little bit of a giggle there. King asks for, or King Arthur asks for my name. It's David, as we know that, because of Bruce. Um, yep. So, okay. And do you have a last name? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that apparently got the laugh of the night. <laughs> And so they ran with it and called me David Yes for the rest of the the the, the bit. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And then even like the next day, someone saw me because I'm wearing my Star Wars jacket, so fairly recognizable with that thing. And then someone like stopped their car, like, "Hey, David Yes, I saw you at breakfast too, but I didn't want to say hi and interrupt." <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for playing. Yep. So that up there, which you can't see on the audio podcast, with the trophy. Yeah. Which is my copy of the Grail? Oh, cool! Is a picture that they or a Polaroid that they took of me on stage with King Arthur and Lancelot and nice. Yeah, I was wondering what so, that was. Yeah, lots of fun. Cool, lots of fun. Good show. Rent was excellent. Excellent. Yes. Rent is something that's on my list of things to see. Excellent show. I want. It's been on been on it for quite some time actually. But yeah, first time I've I, seen I don't it. do shows very often, so unfortunately. No. How about you? Anything interesting? Fun stuff. I mean, I know something's happening for you guys tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, since we recorded last time, I woke up one morning, mm-hmm. and my foot didn't work anymore. <laughs> Basically, the uh, where your Achilles tendon contacts, like gets the bottom of the heel, like, the right bottom of the tendon, mm-hmm. got inflamed, or the bursa behind it got inflamed, and like I couldn't walk rarely at all for a couple days I got it under control but i've been fighting it for the past two weeks physio and everything ouch yeah so I, i've been walk like an old man some days then it kind of got better and i forgot about it and then i inflamed it again and it's just <laughs> you have it taped up now yeah okay because we got a big day tomorrow yeah i was gonna say um big day tomorrow of course today being the start of the nhl season tomorrow is the start for the senators yes. in carolina and pan and i are Flying down to rally. I was going to say, you have some walking to do tomorrow, I would imagine. Yeah. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. I'll get through it. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm sure you will in one form. Hello. Um, yes. Need assistance. But it, it's funny because when That's you... pop them on a, on a wheelchair. On a wheelchair, yeah. yeah. I was even down to Toronto for uh, Just for Laughs Festival. I went to see the office ladies. But even mm. j- just walking around in public. I normally walk fast. I'm probably like you. Probably not quite as fast as, as you, Cardinal. But, uh, but I do walk fast normally. And when you're in a 
downtown Toronto is a perfect example or an airport or something like that. I just naturally just, it's go time, right? Well, you've got somewhere to go. You might as well go. Going back to the story of him abandoning me. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't walk fast right now. I can I can walk now. I can sort of hide it, sort of, uh, but I just have to go slow, and it's really weird. It's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Mobility issues suck. Getting old sucks, but you know the alt- it's better than the alternative. Yes, and statistically, Is Benjamin buttoning it. Yeah, statistically, the more birthdays you have, um, the longer you live. So, well, I'm glad to have well, had so many then. Yeah. There's correlations and causations of things. (laughs) (laughs) Apropos of, I'm not sure what, but let's move on. What the devil? Oh, it's just the label. Okay, sorry. There was some. There was a weird thing going on with the with the label on my uh, pint here. Another shout out. I picked these up from Stratford. It's a nice little chocolatier down there called Chocolate Bars with two R's. Very nice place. Everybody but Cardinal likes them. I like them. Well, you like them, but you almost died. Well, just briefly, I survived. Yeah. Tis but a flesh wound. Exactly. <laughs> Could be worse. Oh, yes. And I don't know if you saw my shirt, but it's the uh, the math behind the weight of a swallow. Well, I recognized it, yes. Wow. I like it. Good shirt. <laughs> King of the Britons. Um, quick housekeeping. Let's get... We have a lot to talk about because the whole preseason's happened and other things have happened. <laughs> and then some. And then some. So we have lots to talk about. Before we start, uh, quick housekeeping. Tonight is brought to you... Well, tonight, tonight is brought to you by... Or at least are being tonight is being the beverage is being consumed this evening is the Waterloo Grapefruit Rattler, which is a yeah, perennial favorite uh, of this particular podcast because it's tasty. It has no pineapple in it. Yeah, and I'm having uh, something I've not tried before. It's from Nickelbrook Brewing, which I'm familiar with, but it's a Black Light All Night Stout. So it's a little cooler out, so I decided to go with something a little heavier. <laughs> it shows you where the stains in your bed sheets are. The Black Light. Oh, okay. Just wash them. You know? Sure. <laughs> Welcome to CSI. Thanks for playing. <laughs> uh, email your reaction to what's happened so far to podcast at sensecallups.com. <laughs> Send your complaints on that joke. The forums at sensecallups.com are up. Uh, well, they've been up all summer. Bingo cards. Uh, there was a little bit of experimentation with them to make sure everything was ready for, uh, during preseason. They'll be available. Who is it that does that one? Uh, it's, it's Homer. No. Homer. It's Homer? Yeah. Homer, do you want to throw in a tile for... Former Sens player scores against us. It's for funsies. Oh, I think he has that one. I think Does that's he? already there. Okay, nice. yeah, I believe that one's already there. I'm saying, yeah, I think so. Um, the waiver wires. Is that way if Lassie gets an own goal, it kind of counts. Hmm. Uh, sure. Math. Math. <laughs> well, I'm really not hoping for own goals. And I mean, that's not really the bingo dab I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not the well, as long as it's not a cup winning goal again. But. Uh, yeah. <sighs> what? Who? Chris Phillips oh. got the only cup winning goal for the Ottawa Senators. That was yes. a clip clinch. Yeah. That was unfortunate. That's okay. It's in the past. Uh, the waiver wire sponsored by Netphone Canada is 1 844 7287367 or 1 844 SCU SCNS. Yeah, yeah, it's time. Yeah. Game on! I was just scanning through our notes really quickly, and because we were here before training camp started, and now we're back as it ended, there are certain things in this list that appear twice, both the beginning of them and the end of them. Yep. <laughs> Oops. Oh, wow. 
In the middle of training camp, things went a little awry, so that's why we're back now. It's the beginning of the hockey season. It's a good time for it. We're wrapping everything up in one show rather than dragging it out into two. So, do you want to start at the top of the list or just want to? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, the number one thing that happened between the last time we were here and today, by far, the number one thing is not training camp. Well, the number one thing of the year, probably. For this team, exactly, is Michael Landlauer is officially uh, the owner. Didn't see that one coming. No, it came out of nowhere. (laughs) Came out of nowhere. Um, His press conference um, was quite short, I thought. I, I was impressed with it. It was, he's he's direct. He's seems very approachable. Seems mm-hmm. like a, a you know a gen, fairly genuine human being. And in a couple of other interviews like that, I've heard the same thing. Um, uh, very much insists on being addressed as Michael, not Mr. Anar. Yeah. It's Michael. Okay. Unlike. <laughs> well, I had a former CEO who was the same way. Oh, and so did the sense. He, he corrected, no, he corrected me to my face. Oh, really? Yes. I'm like, I'm very sorry, sir. He's like, it's not sir either. Damn it. <laughs> Oops. Um, oh, as to not calling them Mr. Okay. Yes, exactly. I thought you meant the opposite. No, no. He, he preferred to be addressed by his given name. Um, yeah, that's gone now. I, I, I thought it, I appreciated the, uh, I, for me at that particular instance, but in this one as well, I think it's a, I think it's a good start. Yeah. Like I think a very Early good, 2000s. A good, I think that a good introduction sort of thing. But it was always Mr. Melnick. Yeah. Um, the two things I, I took away from his press conference is one, his French is excellent. Really good. Grew up in Montreal. Really, really good French. When it's, yes, when it's read or scripted, he's very, very good. Stumbles a bit when he's answering a question in French. Fine. He's the owner. He so he's not fluent, many. but he's no, but he understands the important. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is through the, through the um, speech, whatever you want to call it, press conference. They mentioned Gatno a lot. Yeah. As did even Gary Batman. Well, I think he so understands they pushed that. It, that this is. I think he understands that also partly from his time in Montreal. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a unique perspective that n- very few people would have is being in that market. I mean, yes, that's a francophone centric market, but it's definitely a bilingual one. So it's even more important, obviously, there than here. Yep. But having it could be very much, I think, probably like Minneapolis, St. Paul, right? Kind of. But I mean, he's he understands it better than most other people would, and mm-hmm. I think that's a very good, a very good backbone or a very good base for him to be coming in here on. The other thing that I laughed about, and he got it was the laugh of the of the of the day at that conference was he um, he thanked his kids for allowing him to spend their inheritance buying the team. They'll do well. They'll do well. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, it was the, the Melnick girls did was yeah. ten times investment. Exactly, yeah. it was a yeah, lighthearted moment, yeah, but it was also it was, it was, it was also genuine. Like I don't know whether we actually wrote that one down. It sounded a little off the cuff, but it was good. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know what? Kudos to you. You've yeah. done well with that. And as long as he doesn't use the team as an ATM like the previous one did, I don't think he will because he's smart, pretty flush, <laughs> <laughs> and smart, and smart. Um, so welcome, Michael Landlauer, as our new overlord. <laughs> we promised to wait two years before the um, billboards come up. <laughs> I Balls think, in your court, sir. I, I think he'll do okay. I think he'll do okay. It's not the owner that people are angry with these days, I would say. But we'll get well, to that. Yes, we will. We'll get to that. Um, as part of this uh, <clears throat> press conference, it was also announced that Cyril Leader will be back as CEO. Now, educate me. Where does that fall in the hierarchy? Like directly business. below. That's on the business so, so, side, not yeah, the hockey office. It's not hockey. 
Okay. So this he oversees all the business, essentially, for Michael Landlauer. So does Steos report to him? Nope. Uh, he might. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, how but does Steos this tree might? Because hockey's a different. Well, that's what it's I mean. a different type of business or any professional sports. I would assume that Steos reports right to and Lauer. Because you're gonna have you're gonna have two stovepipes. You'll have the business and operations, and then you'll have the hockey market. That that sounds logical to me. I just didn't know if that was actually the case. Yeah. That's what I was wondering about. So any business decision comes through Cyril and his stove or stovepipe, and then anything hockey really comes from Steos and his stovepipe. Of course, if there's budgetary things, the budget should be sent by the business, and then you negotiate it with the hockey side, and then the CEO makes final. Or sorry, the owner would make the final decision on that. That would make sense. It makes sense. So that was announced. Now Erin Crow was promoted to CFO. Now that's a name that's been around a long yeah, time. Yeah, she's been in charge of finances, back and forth. She's left and come back, and left and come back. Mm-hmm. Um, instrumental in the sale. Oh really? Okay. Yep. So and I remember Elliot Freeman saying at some point, because things were delayed because of the books and everything, she's the only one that can make sense out of Eugene's books. Ah. Because there's a lot of creativity in there. It's like one of those Navajo code talkers, wind talkers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, she's she was promoted, and that was announced at the press conference as well. Um, yeah, really one of the few, I think, that sticks stays around. Or at least returns. <laughs> um, I... The next one I am not familiar with, so you can go with that. Oh, Sheldon Planner. So he was the board of governor's representative for the senators. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so he's gone now, which is a good thing because he's very much like Grima Wormtongue was uh, in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's been if a you very don't long... understand the reference. It's, well, I read the book 35 years ago, so it's a little rusty. Have you watched the movies? No. Okay. Yeah, I'll show you. Um, <laughs> Remember... <sighs> What was the name of the king? Whispering in the ear of the king. The, Ro- that was under Rohan. the spell. Oh, okay. Now I understand. Yep. So he's gone. So that's. Yeah. If you want a Harry Potter reference, it'd be Peter don't, Pettigrew. Don't. I don't. Never seen a Harry Potter movie either. Oh. Not interested. Not my. Sure, it's, not it's my a lot thing. Of fun. I like them. Not my thing. If you're into Star Wars, it was the little thing whispering in the ear of Jabba the Hutt. Or that little guy. <laughs> that one? <laughs> or, or, the, or the guy. Or the other guy. Yeah. He's no Jedi. That guy? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one. See, that one. That one. Okay. That's I'm with you. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I try. My voice is not in great shape tonight, but I do try. So, yes, the team is better without him around. Perfect. Okay. So, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the announcements kept coming. Uh, Steve Steos uh, has been hired as the president of hockey operations. Now, correct me if I am incorrect. He was an AGM in Edmonton? Special d- assistant something something director. Oh. <laughs> assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gone from there to president of hockey operations. That's an interesting jump. High so, lateral and all La- over the place. And Lauer did have him in the AHL? Yeah, the Hamilton Bulldogs. Okay. Oh, so, so CHL. No, no, that's the Hamilton Bulldogs used to oh, be the AHL, the AHL team, team of, of Montreal. Montreal. Okay. Yeah. So there's that relationship and synergy. So Steos then becomes the bridge, unlike what McGuire was, it was somehow underneath Dorian with the same title. 
Steos is above. They'll never mention this. It, he's above Dorian in the chain, and would be kind of that bridge between Dorian and the owner. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Now the way that they're presenting it is Redline. Dorian is in charge of the day to day. Steos is in charge of the long term. So this is like Michael Scott and Jim in the office when they were co-managers. Michael Scott got the the big well, picture and Jim got the day-to-day. I don't remember that. <laughs> we have like, a lot of TV I, references I've been in, in this. Area. I've been in uh, organizational structures that had that that sort of designation in them. And you know what? They don't work, work, work with crap. It didn't work on the show either. <laughs> no, but I've been course, forced to go through the, that. Yeah, well, the general manager is part of the long-term approach, right? And long-term vision of the team. So that's why the, you can politely say it. But, like, who gets put on waivers or just that stuff? Okay. Like, of course, you're going to put that to the GM. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Okay, so that's gone. I still hope there's one more big kind of front office name to come. Hopefully. Wow. On Do you have a name, name or just a role? A name. Oh, okay. A role I don't give a sh- crap. <laughs> <laughs> well. Then I'm guessing you're you're thinking of number 11? I think it would be a beautiful day on the 11th if that news was dropped and then he, he gets to drop the puck. Again. Oh, is the home opener oh, on yeah. the 11th? No. Oh. It's tomorrow. 14th. The 11th. 14th, apologies. Okay, I was going to say. Um, they, they can they can wait till then. I let Adler drop the puck. He dropped it last year. Which one do you think gets a bigger ovation? They both get pretty big ones. I think Adler might get a bigger one, to be honest with you. Than Alfie? Oof. So the other thing is that it's reported that Alfie's going to come back as a development coach, some of that. Okay. Sure. So you just miss Cam Alfie. <laughs> well, this could have been critical. Who knows? It may. It maybe he's involved in more of an off ice than. How is he with shoulder rehabs? Helping that along. Well, he he'll just give them the magic touch, the Alfie healing touch. Okay, we need him in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, we need him in here now. Like, yeah. He'll pull a Mister Miyagi. Yes. Whatever that magic stuff is. Exactly. A little bit of witchcraft. Never hurt anybody, really. Long term. <laughs> so that's all of the off-ice stuff that's gone on in the last month, pretty much. I mean, there's one other piece, which we'll get to in a bit, but um, <clears throat> camp opened. Well, we can talk about the injured players through camp. Sure. Well, one one was injured before it even started. So well, technically remember that, that, that Grover um, skit on Sesame Street? Near and Far? TV again. Near and Far. Yes. Yep. So well, Josh Norris is near to coming back, but then he's far from, from coming, coming back. back. And then near, far, near. It's been far. peculiar. It's been peculiar. Like, oh, he's he's not ready to play. Oh, he's out taking full strength slap shots before practice oh, was at the he? other end of the ice. Yeah, okay. Because well, I thought he didn't, he couldn't shoot. If you, oh, I, yes. I think, sure I'm shooting. Yeah, I was going to say it was on the um, Coming In Hot podcast. Bobby Ryan was showing a clip of him at the other end of the ice from where practice was happening. And... Bobby Ryan was saying, well, that looks pretty full-on shot to me. And Okay, because that's what I was wondering. That's, and that's why I was going, I was going okay, um, that's a hockey player looking at a hockey player. So yeah. that's not some talking head on a network. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's positive. And then well, the next day, oh, he's not ready. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's not ready. So, so is he sore from yeah, like, testing could, it? Could it- inflamed from there who knows right. or they're not going to tell us i was going to say i have i had two thoughts on this one of them is a conspiracy theory and one of them is not i think they have no idea what's going on with them and they're no, just presenting no, no, it day no, to day yeah well maybe yeah. my conspiracy yeah. theory is he's being loopled 
No. To be to start the season to get Pinto in? Pinto in. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I don't, I don't think so. He's I don't a think far so. superior player. I don't think so. No. Well, yes. But he's, he's too far, critical. He's a far... Yeah. Yeah. This isn't like Kucherov that we can go without him for months and months. I agree. The other question for me is, is it psychological? I think it is for him. That's what I mean. Like, is and he that not... was part... Physically, DJ's, he's ready to play. Mentally, he's not ready to yeah, play. Yeah, and DJ Smith kind of leaned towards that. And I'm not... Yet, or a couple let, days ago, and then they pivoted from there again. Let me hasten to stay, say immediately, I am not I am not criticizing that, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. At all. No, mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> I know what it's like to have a physical injury and have to go back into doing something that you're not really sure you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and get, I know from my stupid foot lately. It's, and, and it's getting, annoying. Getting over that hump mm-hmm. can be terrifying and very stressful. Like to actually get up and do it and, and do it you know, maybe more than once before you finally realize, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And it may take time. Yep. And so it, this is where your sports psychologist has to come in. I would like for, I'm hoping that he's had good conversations with Shane Pinto about that. Because mm-hmm. Pinto went through the pretty much the exact same thing. Clark MacArthur could be someone that he's that would be a good ha- person to have a conversation with. Sure. Use all the tools that you have. Now the o- the only issue with that, and this is where the hurdle's going to come in. At some point, you will play. You will need to play your first game. If it's tomorrow or if it's in a month, it'll still be your first game. So, how do you have to mentally prepare for that? Hard question to answer. I don't know. Very hard question. The other thing is, if you're the opposition and you see Josh Norris is playing his first game tonight. Oh, you take advantage of it. What do you think they're going to do? Finish every check against that guy. But remember what happened with Clark MacArthur on his first game? Back? First thing he did, he went out and and hit a guy just to make sure that he could do it. Yeah. Didn't he also score in that game? I think so. I think. I think he did. I think so. I think he had a game-winning goal in that game. It was a tremendous return. Yeah. But just... He's like, I'm going to come back and I have to get physical in the game to know that I can do it. Yeah. Well, and I mean, if the other question in conjunction now, with this. face off, right? Because he blew it out in a face off. Well, my question is, if he's listed on LTIR, mm-hmm. is he allowed to practice with them? Yes. He is. But he has to stay up for 10 games. 10 games or 28 and 28 days or something. I think it or, might be more. Or okay, days. but he is allowed to practice, even though he's technically on injured reserve. Yep. He doesn't have to be an active player. Yep. No, you just put a yellow jersey on him again and call it a day. Okay. But honest question, I didn't know. Because I'm going, well, if he can't practice with them, how can he get himself, for want of a term, physically mm-hmm. ready for this? Yep. yep. And he's traveling with the team. So he's traveling he's, with he traveled. Team, it's, it's a one game. It's, it's a one-game trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now... Apparently, because McEwen, we're ba- we're gonna bounce around a bit, because McEwen's hurt, they might have to run short. Yeah, because they can't afford to. Which we'll get to. Yeah. I promise you, we will oh, we'll give you lots of time for that. <laughs> but in if it if it were me, I would just say, you know what, we're gonna play a five minutes fourth line role, get you out there, maybe on the penalty kill. You don't have to take the face offs. Penalty kill because you're not going to get hit, especially as a forward is a penalty kill. Ah, touche. That's right? what they practiced. Him on oh, a penalty kill. Okay. So, you and know what? If we're going line. short, just we'll play you five minutes. So, instead of playing short, put him in. Let him get those easy 
he's got the routine now of going back on the road. I think Randy's been on the road all all uh, off season, pre-season. all off season, preseason. pre-season. Oh. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Take the warm up. Just get you back in the routine. See how you feel for the game, and then we'll baby step it. And if we play you three minutes, we play you three minutes. And that's your first but game. you can sit on the bench for the rest of it. You can be there. You can be involved. You can be in the milieu. Yep. Now there'll be the peer pressure of doing it. But that's a mental hurdle of just take a couple shifts and let me know how you feel. And if you're not good, we'll pull, pull you out. Yeah. Not plan. He's not he's not using up a spot, right? Like, could be better position for the game. But with where we're at, this would be the better option. And if it... If he, we put him in the roster, it doesn't work, and then you put him on LTIR, you're just behind by a day. I was going to say, is he technically on the LTIR right now? They haven't no, announced no, that. No, no, he's not. Okay, no, so he's, he's, he's on just the on the IR. He's listed so as you can active, active IR. Yeah, so you can activate him from IR. It doesn't, it doesn't impact your roster spots or anything else. No change to cap hit okay. from IR to active. So that's your prediction, is that they'll get minimal well, that's, couple minutes? That's what I would do. If, you're, if you know you're going to run short from McEwen, can't go. Which is better without him than with him. Um, but if McEwen can't go, instead of playing short, just put him on, relax. You're in charge of this. Let us know if if, if you're if you're able to go go in. Can't hurt. Well, it can, but well, it can, well, but at least you know what you're dealing with. Yeah, I don't know if that would. I would. I don't know if that says if it can. Like, I I think it's a good idea. And if you should have done it in the preseason. Yes. Yeah. Especially that last game with a bullshit roster, but that was a peculiar stupid. roster, but very, very strange. It went six and two in the preseason. The only two losses were when they played a AHL heavy roster against Montreal, which is a, an AHL roster. <laughs> it's an AHL roster with some. And they weren't blowouts; they were just losses. Yeah, just losses. I don't mind. That happens. So, well, yeah. so that's the key injury. Others alternatively. Others, Tyler Boucher missed all of camp. He missed the that uh, any rookie tournament. The, he missed a rookie or... tournament too because there's a po- tweaked groin or something like that, and he's been out a month. Yeah, again. Is he ready to play yet? No, I didn't. He, I hadn't he heard was cleared and then got sent to Belleville's camp. Oh, oh okay, so he's down. And now we just never hear of it. Well, he okay. needs a good if he can play in Belleville. Play in Belleville. Yeah, yeah. Play in Belleville. Well, he's not going to play up here. Oh no! Correct. He's he's way down the list. On, unless on unless this season here. goes bad. No, no not necessarily. There's people there, drop. I was gonna say there are people ahead of him. See, we'd have to have an awful lot. Of, we'd have to have more injuries. Just than we get had. your minutes. The, we had, the depth is good. We, we'd have to have more than just goalie injuries like last year, and and defense well, he injuries. Quite well for okay. I didn't. I just looked up his numbers because I wasn't sure of them. He did quite well with because um, college just didn't work for him. No, it wasn't. It was thing. it was awful. He was with Ottawa. But then he went to Ottawa and got... The 67th. 67th. <laughs> Played junior. Fucking guy. All right, now he's screwing me up here. But he got 17 goals in like 21... Or 17 points in 21 games, which is good. But he only played 21 games. Mm-hmm. He was hurt a lot. So, uh, yeah. He needs to have a season down there and get a lot he of Number one out. has his... He's got to get healthy. Yep. Let's hope so. Hmm. Or else we might lose him like we lost a first-round draft pick on waivers. How was that for a segue? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Twitterverse I, lost I, their mind. I was losing my mind because he outplayed everybody else. Lassie Thompson? Yeah. Well, he outplayed. He was better I, than I JBD. Noticed. He was better than Clevin. He was better. I noticed. Hammonick, at that point, Hammonick had a really rough first game. Oh, okay. And so I was like, well, this is his spot to lose. Well, kind of. Really, JBD got handed the keys and he just blew it up, which we'll get to. But I thought he played far superior to the other guys. And at this point on the team, it should be Merritt. Especially for someone who's been around long enough to actually, you know, okay, Merritt, you've been, you deserve it. Yeah. So I th- I think they tried to sneak him down. Oh. Because it was really early in camp it was that a, they waited. It was the first day that waivers was open and we tried to sneak. I think they tried to sneak him down. Before anybody knew. And he ended up getting a free trip to Disneyland. Yep. Now, Jamie Drysdale wasn't signed at the time, so I'm sure like he's just a backfill for that. I'm like He's going to go back on waivers, but I assumed either that they would keep them because Anaheim's a rebuilding team and just try to acquire as many guys as he can, and for $8.50, sure, you leave him as a seventh. Um, Anaheim wouldn't keep him either. Yep, you sent us a nice little clip there too, I think. I did? Yeah. No. It was a goal against that he caused in in Anaheim. I didn't send that. Oh, you did? Well, it was on it was on Twitter. Someone. But you sent it to us though. Okay. I think he only sent it to you. I don't. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know. Brutal giveaway. He, he gave away the puck. Brutal giveaway. Oh. And the oops. Easy goal for the other team. So he got put back on waivers. Again, surprising. Auto is the only team to claim him. And, and so because of he came from us within the 30 days or whatever, we're able to you know, automatically send him down to the HL. He doesn't have to re-clear waivers. Correct. Perfect. Because this was considered the clear. That's really uh, bad asset management by the Ducks. Oh, yeah. It's terrible asset management. By the Ducks. Give, giving up a first-round pick like that. Yep. Oh, well. <laughs> we got him back. That's good. The amount of people that just all of a sudden from Toronto are like, Lassie Thompson's a really good player. like, nobody wanted him. Yeah. Not a single team, not Chicago, not Columbus, Peculiar. not Arizona. Peculiar. I think it's more upsetting. It's not that, good enough. I think that's, not yet, at least. That's what you should focus on. Be upset in the fact that he was a first round pick and Bernard Docker, and, and and they're just not good enough yet. And they're not good enough long enough that now they are not waiver exempt. Uh-huh. So JBD's got, a, got an NHL deal. Yeah. He has a two year NHL deal. He's on a one way? One way a, this year. Oh, that's right. So he's staying up. Dorian, nope, he's no, down. He's down. He cleared. Gannett stayed up, didn't that's, he? Oh, no, he got sent Gannett down. Gannett in the paper, but we're stuck. Okay. Go ahead. So J- I didn't realize JBD had been sent down on waivers. It's been a bit of an insane week for me. So he was sent down. Mm-hmm. So I need we've to go to Camp six. Friendly and we've see got, who our top six are. We've got six. Well, the top six well, we've got easy. The, the big four. The big four, yeah. Brandstrom and um, Hamannick. Yeah, and Hamannick. And they play quite, quite well. And it looked like Gannett was going to be the seventh. Mm-hmm. I think he's a paperweight right now. Oh, so. But now we've got a cap issue. So he may be down for a bit. A bit. All right. Yeah, Bruce told me we can't do anything until Saturday. That's what I was figuring. Um... Hold on here. You can't do anything till Saturday. Because we're capped. Or not, though, right? No, we're capped right now. Why are we capped right now? Because, because we have sixty-two thousand dollars left. We have no. We have no cap. Because space Josh left. Norris is not on LTIR, so that's seven nine five. Oh, well, we got that. That has that. I guess has to 
wait until they actually put him on LTIR. Correct. Probably. And that still doesn't fix the problem. It's just a Band-Aid for a month to try and fix it some other way. Yes. Which we'll get to. <laughs> Let's go there. Okay. <laughs> so, actually, well, that's a good one. Because, like, looking even after Lassie Thompson, there aren't many guys that I've kind of heard of. Like, I've heard of Villa Hinola because he just blew out his knee against us. Like, Sam Poulain for Pittsburgh. I don't know. What is this? People who have been wavered? What? Drafted after Lassie Thompson. Oh. oh. So is it bad drafting or is it just a bad year? Yeah. I think it was maybe a bad draft year. Maybe a weak one. It's I don't not. Know. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's no Brian Lee before. Oh, Anze Kopitar. Yeah. <laughs> was it Brian Lee? Yeah. Brian Lee. Brian Lee. And Jim O'Brien instead of P.K. Subban. Yeah. Or okay. many others that draft, I think, too. Yeah. It's like, this was the best draft ever. And we got Jim O'Brien. Oh, Oops. I, I didn't or want Jared Cowan. I didn't want. Uh, Remember, we, we offered him an eight year deal and he said no. Oops. That's DJ. Yeah. What's DJ up? doing here? I'm on cam friendly. And he just came up and started talking. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. They're showing videos now. Yeah, but you can't turn it off. So that's really annoying. <laughs> When's the last time you visit a website? Well, normally well, you, you can minimize them. Or... You can <laughs> minimize them, or you know, whatever. This one, there's not even a minimize function, or like you know, skip to next or anything. It's really annoying. Then wait to get That's the how ad. They run pop. Yeah, they run the ad, their ads that way. That being said, don't care because where would we be without Cap Friendly? Well, I was trying to remember the other day what was the precursor to Cap, Cap Geek. Cap Geek. Thank you. I was trying to remember the one that we used forever, and then it just sort of disappeared. Unfortunately, well, the owner got sick. And... Yeah, and he couldn't do it anymore. And then Cap Friendly came along to, oh, thank goodness, someone else to be able to supply us with all this information. Oh, there were a couple of them. General Fanager, and then Vegas hired them. Oh, wow. Well, we still... I, I our, our analytics guy was running a website. Well, could could we use a Capologist? I think so. Or between, between Steos and Dorian, maybe this will get under control? I don't know. It, it's a question that I'm starting to think somebody needs to do something do something we've never been a cap team so well we're in an, we're listen, in uncharted waters yeah so it's a different situation to be in for once the people above the general manager are letting the general manager do his job yep no the general manager i yeah well we want we get into this <laughs> we can well i have a feeling the general manager and the coach are on short leashes they are they well, yeah but they're they're, not, they're but not. they have their autonomy for now. Yes, for now, or at least somewhat. You go go ahead, Colonel. As well, okay. I know you're a big fan of the Tarasenko you, signing. You, My biggest you, fan. You are, yeah, you are more. It's more anti Tarasenko that's caused this problem, right? It's not anti Tarasenko. No. It's the. It's the anti Tarasenko signing, right? I don't hate the player. No, no. I think it was a stupid signing. To commit $5 million of a team's cap when the team is getting close to it, very close to it, and that puts the team right up at it without other assets or flexibility being available. And to say, oh, well, it'll work out. Something will happen. We'll figure it out later. Well, we're at later. And now we're looking at a team starting the regular season short a player because they can't afford one. Well, they're not short a player. they got Tarasenko now, right? No, we're, we're going to be starting with 11 forwards. No, we're, we're short Pinto. We're short Pinto, but we're also looking at starting with only 11 forwards, not 12. Well, because of Norris down. But we can't afford to bring another one in. 
We can't afford to bring an AHL player in for a game to do that because we're that close to the cap. And that is poor general managership, in my opinion. Oh, well, we'll knock it down the road. We'll worry about it later. We'll worry about it later. Well, later. We're at the the end of the road now. Later's now. Later is now. And I didn't like the signing at the time for exactly this reason, because the whole, oh, well, it'll all work out. I have no confidence in that because things don't like that don't really need to get worked out by other teams in the offseason. They don't care. So unless unless the the deal was absolutely ridiculously bad for Ottawa, why would a team be interested in making a deal to help Ottawa out of a cap crunch? They're going to need well, something. They, they want They're going to need something. They're going to need something. Yeah. But I mean, what's the need going to be now? Or what's the demand going to be? Oh, you want me to take Joseph? Well, okay, I'll take Joseph if Greed comes with him. I think I heard one was Joseph and Boucher. To Philly. Why would a team want to do that? What's the advantage because to that? Because Brian Boucher was from Philly. So they're going to take Brier his son? Knows, yeah. <sighs> you think Daniel Briere knows him? Daniel Briere knows him. I can see Daniel Briere saying, sure, I'll take uh, your, your injured Boucher and I'll take your problem Joseph and I'll take a first round pick with it. I'm not sure if there's a pick in there too, but... I don't see... I is can't see Philadelphia problem? wanting just a, a minor league player to take to take Joseph. I can't see I can't see that being enough sweetener even if it's first Brian Boucher's son. First rounder Boucher. Perpetually injured, played 21 games professionally in a year. Only played Oh no, no, Cardinal sorry. Brier might be listening. Uh yeah, well, I get in people's heads all the time. <laughs> the bottom line is the bottom line is the Tarasenko signing was stupid. I don't have a problem with the player, I have a problem with the signing. I feel like it was a it's a reaction to losing to Brinkett. No. No. I I think you may be right. Like this is a, a not not quite Delayed the scale reaction, of, but not quite the scale of uh, we just lost Daniel Alfredson, let's sign let's trade for Bobby, Bobby Ryan. Ryan. But yeah. I think it's I think it's replacement frantics. I think you may be right. Well, mm. we just lost this guy. We need we need to bring in another another player to add some spice because he was supposed to be our spice for two years, maybe longer. Yeah. And we lost him after a year. I, I think you may be right. But, well, it's Kubalik was making out the goals there. I don't but like. But he doesn't this. have. He's not. No, has no, he's no not. name recognition. But even at that, let's fucking marketing teams got to get it together because Tim Stutzler and Brady Kachuk are the ones that should be driving your your excitement of this team. Yeah. Yes. Get it together. But that that's that's marketing. That's not the same as that's not the same as having name recognition in in terms of players being perfect for. So Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutzler should be the the name recognition that you're getting. I think they have that. Yep. It's coming. It's coming. It, it Get them in the coming. friggin' playoffs. Well. So, to my point, I have no problem with the Tarasenko contract and the signing. It's a good deal for $5 million for a player of that caliber, cup winner, previous assistant captain who can sco- still score, for especially on a one-year deal for free. You didn't do your work to the GM, the general manager job of cutting from the bottom instead of cutting from the top. You want to you want to improve the team. You've, you're increasing the expected goals with Tarasenko on. Great. You needed to make that corresponding move, and this is what you're talking about. So I think Cardinal, your solution would have been not to sign Tarasenko. My solution is you get rid of the bottom before cutting the top. But if you had done that, then there's no problem with signing Tarasenko. I agree with you 100. percent Yeah. The problem is the work was not done to create the space to bring this player in before this player was brought in. Correct. And trying to make the space afterwards is incredibly difficult. Yep. That's why it hasn't happened. Well, which is why it could have been easy by waving Brandstrom 
and someone will absolutely pick him up, and then you don't lose your prospects or picks. And if you waive Brandstrom, who would you so replace that's him with? So that's $2 million off. You bring up a guy at seven seventy five, like a GBD Thompson. or Thompson. Or Clevin. And then you're fine. You, you it would have worked out. It would have been tight. It would have been fine. We see that's, Clevin, not Clevin. Not Clevin's got to play. My problem is, is things are really, really tight. Really tight. Like, I don't want this team to be Toronto two years ago. Where no, they, except we, they have one line. But no, but Toronto two years ago, where they were so tight against the cap, they couldn't bring somebody up because of an injury and had to play well, short. They did it last year, and they were playing last year. college goalies, which should not be allowed. But I don't want that to be this team, and that's the situation this team is in. Well, for at the moment. At, at the, moment. the moment. At the moment. Well, until it changes, that's the situation this team is in. Yeah. So another thing that I'm thinking is, let's say Joseph, let's just say Joseph and Boucher was a deal. And clear that out. I think the other thing that's really hung up here is what the hell's happening with Norris? Yeah. Because well. if you trade Joseph and Boucher... And now it's like, okay, well, Norris can't go, so he's out a month at least. Now you got to sign Pinto. Not a problem to sign him because it's between well, 1.9 and else. two and a half. Fine. Now he's going to need a week or so to get up to game shape, maybe. Absolutely. So who are your centers? Well, uh, my solution would be make Claude Giroux your second center. Tim doesn't take faceoffs. He's not good at them. Claude Giroux does. No, I know that. But that's why Tim goes with, with Giroux. Oh. Granted, Brady takes a lot of face-offs too, but I'm like, Timmy, you got to do it. You got to work on that. Yeah. But. I don't know if they worked on it. But I mean. Atrocious at them. But you got Brady with him. Put Giroux down on, on 2C. On the, on the 2C, which makes Greek 3C, which makes. Uh, and then it's okay. Yeah. And you just have to figure Cas- out. Castle X4. Castle X4. And you have to terrible. rearrange things on the right side a little bit. And that's fine. because Tarasenko up. Tarasenko up to the first. Yeah, and Batherson stays, stays with Giroud. Ridley Greig plays with whoever on the right-hand side. Yeah. Whoever. Or um, Shmigel. 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 great. So. He was so good. He was better than Greig. Greig is, was good. Shmigel is better. Certainly a possibility. Shmigel's the one who came over from Europe, like yep. 27 years old. Okay. Yep. And we had to bury him to the cap because we got Zach McEwen for some fucking reason for three years. Yeah. There's another way to look at this, too. Uh, by the way, I don't like the situation either, but and that's, I don't think anybody likes the situation. It's like, who would you rather not have on your roster temporarily? Pinto or Tarasenko? And that's another way of looking at the question. Like, And time's going to tell what the right choice is there. Uh, is Tarasenko going to be... But that a, shouldn't be the problem. No. But See, well, that's another way but of that, looking that's at the it. way the Cardinal was presenting it. Yeah. The it way that I'm be. saying it is, would you rather have Tarasenko or Brandstrom? Right. Sierra. Yeah. Would that weaken our third pairing of defense significantly if they waived him? How much you have to pay them? I don't think so. Or not pay. How much you have to play them? Well, I, with the top four that we've got. Probably 10, 10, 10 11 minutes. Yeah. Well, I think three C is a lot more important than that. I agree. Two forward is way better and way more important than that, too. I yeah. don't disagree with that either. I'm just not sure that. I'm not sure Brandstrom would be a. He's making two million a year. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you sign Pinto to two and a half, and you're still over, because we've got sixty thousand dollars of cap space. So if you sign oh, him to two point three, you don't have enough money for it. Sorry. 
I'm not trying to be a downer. But, like yeah. I, I, I but see then where it's you're also going. Like if, if they would have planned this out better, <laughs> you don't take Kubalik in the trade, or you three-way him somewhere else. I don't think Kubalik's a bad addition. I don't think so either. But Tarasenko is way better than he is, and both of them Hopefully. are UFAs at the end. Of the but year. I have an idea. Why don't we take Tarasenko and play him on his off wing that he's never played in his career? Oh my god, DJ! Or put him on the third line. Sure, it's second line. <laughs> Joseph isn't playing. Is part of, um, by the way, I don't disagree with any stuff that we're talking about, but another thought is part of the. Don't sign Del Zotto to not play <laughs> immediately. That's years ago. It's part of the. And that was. But even, but that was that, Pierre I think it was fault. on the radio. I think it was on the radio. It might have been uh, Brent Wallace, too. It's like, why did you buy him out instead of burying him for the year? Because we bought him out last summer. So it's carried 750 over last year and this year. Could have just played him in, in uh, Belleville. Maybe they didn't and it'd be his, gone. Maybe they didn't want his influence. Money, around. money. No, it's the money. Oh, it's old regime last and year too. Must be the money. Uh, it's part of the angst against this cap situation too, because this is new territory. Well, we also don't know how to react. Is uh, I'm trying to think of like a personal example. Is it is it a tolerance to let's say debt? Uh, for example, um, I'm going to fake some a scenario here. But it's a good example. It would be, let's say I have uh, something. I have a $10,000 purchase that's coming up or $5,000. Make it more simple. And uh, I don't have $5,000 right now. So I put it on credit. But I do so knowing that I got a $5,000 bonus coming in three weeks. So I'm not the least bit worried. Now, you know, but other people's like, absolutely not. I am not. I will not do that because. I you have to wait to get the money in your bank account, and that's the way they're, they're wired. And I'm not saying one's right, one's wrong. You got to be careful about one way. But uh, is it like a tolerance thing there too with fans? It's like I can't do it. You need to have space and you have room in case I need to do something. And rather one's like, well, I, I can deal with it as long as I have a way to adjust and make do. Which right now they don't. But which that's the thing is that right now they don't have that way of doing it. I can see that I can see where you're going with that model. I guess my frustration is partly this. I'm I'm a little tired of the whole oh well, we, this team's never been in a cap situation before. True. However, it's had a budget for years. <laughs> yeah, but now the budget's cap. But it's still a budget you had to live with. So you have a number that you know you have to work with whether it's below the cap or at the cap. You still have to work with it. And to suddenly go, oh, well, I kind of screwed up and uh, I've overspent and uh, yeah, we're running out of money and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, that's poor planning. Clearly something Very has poor not planning. happened the way that Pierre Dorian thought was going to happen after signing Tarasenko. I think oh, they yeah. counted on something and then that, that could be it a, didn't happen. Yeah, I, a, I think you're quite, it's quite possible you're right, that they were expecting to be able to make a trade or trades a. Or something to fix this, and they didn't like they yeah. didn't materialize. But going back to your earlier point, or sorry, Pan, I think it was your earlier point. My frustration is they didn't get their ducks in the line first. No, they yeah. did. They took Thompson, the ducks in the line. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> get out! I'll get you. I'm gonna throw you out of your own house. Yeah. But just like, what Uncle, are you, the like, bank? Like Uncle Phil with DJ, with Jazz. With jazz. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the unfortunate part here about missing Pinto is just because it seems we're, gonna, we're missing Norris. 
Yeah. And now it's like on steroids. It's amplified. It's the amplified. It's still, even if Norris was 100% ready to play, it would still be a situation. It'd but be because a situation. he's not, it's worse. No. It's not the end of the world if that was the only problem. It is worse. I agree. I'm looking forward for Dorian to blame the players on this. How? Because he just will. Blame the players? Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't get off to the start that we wanted. Like, you did not set up this team for success. Well, this he's is on you. It's not even on the coach. I, this is on you. I don't think he could have imagined that Josh Norris wasn't ready to play, but he did not manage. And you know that he's going to use cap. it as an excuse, just in the same way that they said, well, well, COVID came and beat her ass. It's like, you guys sucked before that. Yeah. Yeah. They use that as an excuse, and they were far out of the playoffs already, and they actually played better when the, they were missing guys. I'm not arguing. Because DJ Smith wouldn't play Zub because he didn't know him. Zub didn't play his first eight games in the NHL. Hey, I got an idea, though. What if we sign Josh Bailey to fix the problem? Oh, wait. Can't afford a league minimum. <laughs> we, tried, I, we tried that. I thought he was okay during I thought he was preseason. slow. Well, he's not. But did they sign him just so they could have an extra NHL eligible player? Maybe. For, could be. Through these preseason games? Hard to say. I thought it was a little weird that the last the home last. game of the preseason, a home game in front of your fans, DJ's right before the start well. of the season, and you decide not to field basically your game one roster or mm-hmm. something close to it. Oh, the Montreal game was here. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Now, I wasn't paying attention. I had a no, bit of a full, full marks. Weekend. Halifax was pretty much the roster. The Winnipeg game was pretty much the roster, and and they felt like. Good end of preseason. Hey, games. listen, they felt good. Both both of our NHL goalies got shutouts on their games. Yeah, like you, you can't <laughs> you, you can't argue with what's happened with the team any more than that, right? No, just a little weird. And but, we're happy with our goaltenders. Yes, yeah. So far, so good. Can't right. complain with two shutouts. <laughs> yep, um, but they they look good. They look good. I thought. And one of the shutouts was against a. Possibly four Hall of Fame player power play mm-hmm. with eight straight minutes of power play in the third period. Talk yep. about good PK practice. <sighs> Woo. That's a scary power play when you stop and think about it. Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Carlson, some other guy. That's frightening. Who gets a puck? Whoever. It should be Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever... right, but that that's what was happening in San Jose with them. It's like he's terrible. It's like get in the puck. Stop giving it Brent Burns. Brent Burns leaves hundred points. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. he was playing second fiddle to Brent Burns because Brent Burns was there before he got there. You don't change the natural order of things just by arriving. But you could. You could if people wanted you to. They didn't. End of story. So goaltending, we're okay with. Defense, top four, very pleased with the other two. Bo- bottom six is fine. Bransom's played really well. Chickens look That's good. the other problem. Bransom and Joseph have been lights out. Well then, like, okay. Does great. that increase their trade value, or does yes. that make? Could be. Does, I let, think. Sorry. I think it's all and on Josh Norris. Let, I was going to say. Let 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 me finish the question. Does that increase their trade value, or does mm-hmm. that decrease the desire of the team to trade them? Yes. Both. Both. Yes. But yeah. they need and to do yes. one of them at least. Yes. Or you can no. You can always do something else to find yourself yeah. that kind of money. Well, yeah. What would you plan on doing if you're doing something else? This could be uh, Kubalik Batherson. No, it's too good of a deal. Oh, well, he I was. Know. He was. He did real well this uh, 
preseason. They Everybody need to play that all the games at Atlanta, excellent. Canada. Play all the games at Atlanta, Canada, and Drake oh, will show up. One of them? Oh, play all the games in there. Okay, sorry. Just thought, tell them. Yeah, you're all. This is Halifax. This is PEI. This is. This Moncton. is Rally Nova Scotia. Let's go. Well, what are we at now? So we're at 83 million. Rally. So next year, the cap's supposed to go, apparently going up to 87.7. So, and we're, and it's 83.5 now. So that's And there's five be, coming off of dead cap. Yeah. So it's what, four and a half increase? Four and a half increase. Five four and coming a half off increase. dead cap. Yep. Just about five in dead cap. And Tarasenko is Tarasenko is five. So that's four. Kubalik is two and a half. 16 and a half. No, <laughs> we're not. We're 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 not getting McDavid. We could get Drysdale. Doing why are we whispering? It's, it's the it's that it's like very trendy thing, which is all like super quiet ASMR. talking ASMR. Yeah, thank you. ASMR. I was gonna go with subliminal yeah. messaging. And I, oh, Bentley. I still think he could have gone Forsberg for less. Nestle, Bentley. Oh, <laughs> like doing product yeah. advertising. But okay. no other things that I've learned from this. Yeah. You don't pay bottom guys four-year contracts like Joseph because I think he's got, he got a four-year well, extension. There's no need to give him four years. He was supposed to be three. a top six player, was he not? <laughs> if you think that's a top six player, you've misread the room. At the time? At the time, yeah. I think he was expected to be a top six player. So what's the over-under on Dorian and DJ making it past U.S. Thanksgiving? Uh, They've already made it past. Canadian I would say DJ is high. Dorian's got to figure this out now. I was going to say because it's going to be if you're not fixing this and it's a problem, I'll fix it. I was going to say if he doesn't get this situation fixed before U.S. Thanksgiving, I don't see him getting past it. Depending what the team, how the team does. I but. don't even know if that's true because if the team is, unless the team has just come out of the gates no, and blow everybody off, just does stuff in the background and leaves them there. Well, possibly. Right? Maybe. You don't fire him because you, you need your replacement. Well, Steos could step in and be a GM for the rest of the season, could he not? Mm-hmm. Well. It's a lot of work, though, right? Because they want a bigger team, and that's not what he's there for. True. You can always move up, uh, what's his name, Bonus. Bonus. As an interim GM or something like that, if you want to. Hard to say. I, I think between the two of them, I think Pierre Dorian is on a far... Hotter seat. Mm-hmm. But, like, why did you bring Anton Forsberg, who's been a waiver guy, from $900 million to three years at 2.75? Couldn't I do it at two? Don't know. Right? So it's these, it's all these little deals of just, well, that little extra, that little extra. Well, Forsberg, I think, was brought in and maybe paid more because they realized that they were having such trouble with, well, first Murray, and then... Uh, Talbot. Thank you. <laughs> Last year's failure. But, <laughs> but Forsberg was signed previous to that trade, I believe. The the Talbot trade. The Talbot yes, trade. I think it was. I think he was signed as a response to you've done very well to bail out Murray, even before Murray yeah, was traded. But, but just, we need you to be a stronger. We need we need a strong backup for Murray. Then Murray gets traded. Well, the, the I think the intention there too is. You're the strong backup, and then Sogret will come up, and Marilyn will come up. Mm. Murray just got hip surgery. Yes. Very convenient timing to be out for eight months. Mm -hmm. And this is the last year of his contract, isn't it? Yep. Very convenient timing. Why didn't you get that six months ago? Oh, because then you may not have been on LTIR all year. Correct. So he's been hobbling around on bad hips for months to collect his salary from the league. Has he, though? Don't know. 
Well, if he's getting surgery, he's got to be are, are, on something. Are you bad. sure they didn't just send a guy like Giordano to just go and whack him, Tonya Harding style? <laughs> you need new hips. No, I don't. Whack. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, lots of problems get resolved next year. I want just this one. Unfortunately, fixed. this year matters. I, yeah, I was gonna say I want this one fixed. Not this year. I want this one fixed this now. month. There you go, Sens fans. A oh, puck is not dropped. You got a week. I, I was gonna you say got I, a week. I wanted it fixed last month. Actually, I wanted it fixed in August. I didn't even want it to happen. Yeah, oh, fuck the schedule. So I do not like the I'm, I I'm agree. Not I like the calendar view, and they get rid of it. The month view. Fifteenth. We got a lot of home. We got a lot of games coming up too. Yep. And they're all. And home. then they go they're to Sweden. Very important. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Try and be positive. Mm-hmm. Bork, bork. Well, can't be worse than last time. Or could it? I don't really want to say that because that's called a jinx. <laughs> I don't really like that idea very much. Uh, uh, yes, it could, and I don't wish it to be. Thank you very much. Sokolov also extended. I think it's, yeah, it's one-year deal, two-way. Perfect. Good. Man, the fans love that guy. I, I get it. No, they it's a good story. but This is a, a niche group like the guy. He's, he's fun. He's a nice guy. He's not. He didn't show He's us. not a game breaker. What did he show us in, in preseason? He's not a Come game breaker. On. Who? He's not he's not a game player, Sokolov. Yeah, I, I didn't like what up. I saw. He doesn't shoot. He he loses a puck. He, like he's not scoring at the NHL. Right. Grieg's taken over. No one's talking about him. He played really well. Grieg is the new pinto. Schmeagel was friggin' fantastic. Um your venti leapfrog. He was really good too. Yeah. Like we need depth guys at some point, and that's what he is. Then maybe you can trade him. I don't know. I'm up to it. When people are like, "Well, he's not going to he he he's not the right type of player for your fourth line." It's like he's not going second line. Forget it. Oh, Kubalik. No, uh, Sokolov. Oh, like, well, forget that. I'm not giving him NHL minutes at second line. Well, I wouldn't put him on a fourth line. He's no use there. Leave him now. Like, oh no, he's gonna get claimed. It's like no, cleared. Same thing with JBD. Yep. JBD might have been contract based, but so also didn't, if didn't they show claim, anything, if they claim them, sending down during preseason, you have to play them opening night. You have to be on your opening roster. Ah, so it's like, oh, I might like that asset, but if I claim him, I have to, I have have to play to him. Wait. You have to play. Him. You can send him down after game one, but you do have to play him game one. Interesting little twist. So so if Anaheim hadn't waived Lassie Thompson, he would have had to play in their first game? I, there was a deadline. Okay. A certain day. He might have that, been too but... early. Oh, that's what I was wondering. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Even Fair at enough. that, they're trying to lose as many games as possible this year. Well, Lassie would have been perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah. After, he was trying to show them, look, I can do this <laughs> game. I can do this. I can give it up. But no, that wasn't good enough. They didn't like his style. It's too, too obvious, was, Lassie. Get back. No, don't like your style. Um, curious little thing that I was poking through some stats the other day. This past season was Claude Giroux's career high in goals. Career high. He's never scored 35 before. Can't wait for Pierre to give him $8 million for five years at 37 years old. I don't think he will, but that was, I I didn't realize that he had never scored that many before or that he had, that was. That's surprising. On a team that, well. Didn't make the playoffs. He was a 35-goal scorer. That's pretty good, especially without a number one center. Imagine, well, imagine some good defense and goaltending behind that. 
The margin of errors, man. Six points. Six points. The margin of errors. Going from, and I knew we were talking about this a bit before, going from seven goalies to the bad start, brain dead decisions to overthinking the game in, or overlooking the game in Chicago. Yep. Yeah, that was a bad one. That That's was- poor leadership mentality and coaching in the fact that you're not game ready against one of the worst teams. Do you watch baseball, though? No. No. Oh. You saw it. Do you want to talk about bad coaching? Pitcher, your best pitcher on your team, highest paid pitcher. Send him out to start. We talk about the Toronto Blue Jays. Jose Barrios. I heard Send him out. I heard something about this. In a your your must die, elimination your game. Do or die game. Do or die game. Send him out. He's pitching the best game of the season. And it's in the fourth inning. He's low pitch count. Incredibly low pitch count. On fire. On fire. And you pull him. Because, because you the, have decided the before computer, the game, the computer said pull him after that. We're going to switch to this other left-handed pitcher because that's going to because the computer. Said now I, I understand going with that game plan because that you do see that sometimes. But when you see a guy just can you imagine oh, that, your goalie's giving a shutout, and the plan was well we're going to play both goalies, and the first half of the game happens. And he's like, he is stopping everything. It's a shutout and just on fire. It's like, no, well, we already yeah. decided. We're just having a center that's at 100% in the dot. And like, okay, well, this is going to turn at some point. So we'll just put the other. Might as well put somebody else in there now. Yeah. 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 I heard something about that. Again, I don't follow baseball because it doesn't interest me. But I did hear some, uh, for want of a better term, some reaction. Some, yeah. After the fact, because I don't awful. follow it in real time. I, I now, mind you, they never care. scored any runs. It wouldn't However, matter. However, anyway, the but... wing comes right out of your sails. Oh, it sure did. But there were not that game too. Is margin of errors of just that poor decision. Vladdy, fucking halfway to third, not even with a runner attention. on three. Yeah, there's or no on need third to. base. Idiot. There's, that was stupid. There's no need. You could just stand right on the base. There's no need to leading off. Yeah, especially with Bichette freaking hitting like. Mm. Got picked off on second base, and there's a guy on third base. There's one out, and there's a chance to come back. He's leading from second. There's when there's already somebody on third. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Was, was he expecting a double steal? No, no. He was just no, leading. He, he stopped paying attention. The guy walked in behind him and uh, threw him out. Like little league stuff. Yeah. Well, again, don't care. It's baseball. <laughs> don't care. It's NFL season, yeah, so that's what's important. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there another football there, game that was just a disaster on an ending? Football? Yeah. Well, there's Pick been a, a lot week. of those. There's been a lot of those. <laughs> so this is like the margin of errors for this team is minimal, and they are not certain well thanks to the GM. Well, yeah. Poor planning. Hey, one thing. That, we got a note on here, yeah. but, but it's unrelated to stuff we talked about. Is uh, It came out that uh, Debrinkit wasn't trying very hard when he's in Ottawa, apparently. At least that's what he insinuated to Detroit reporters. Yeah, yeah, it was lazy on the power play or something like that. Yeah, yeah I guess I should have done more effort. Like, well, yeah, something like that. Like I was cheating or lazy. Okay, so see you, buddy. Yep, I'm done. I'm see done you, buddy. I'll, I'll boo you now. I wasn't going to boo you before, but yeah, I'll boo you I'm, now. I'm going to boo you. I'm going to boo. You don't even corporate box booing him. And if someone's I'm bringing the right clients for it too. And if someone's <laughs> saying, "Why are you booing him? Oh, am I booing or am I zooming? You'll never know. You're booing. No, I'm booing because I don't approve of his uh, work ethic. So, if you don't like that, uh, you can, um, yeah. I think we've talked enough about the Senators. Well, not we've talked too much, but we've certainly covered pretty much every base. We've got a few talking points for around the rest of the league, and then we can get out of here before it gets too late. So, the first one, 
um, is, of course, the story that started before the preseason and actually ended before the preseason in a way that only one coach could do. Mike Bab asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Mike Babcock's gonna Babcock. Bab- <sighs> he's, he gone. He's, well, he's done. He's done. Never coming back. After this one, Yarmo I gonna Yarmo too. I don't. I don't know if he'll come back after this one. No, he he's may, done. I would you think you cannot so. bring him back. We didn't think he could be brought back after the last yeah, one. Yeah, but Yarmo gonna Yarmo, right? There'll be some. There may be somebody else Dumb. who goes. This is the guy who will do it for us. I doubt it. Not at this point. Does Joel and Quinn even, will get another chance? I think it was close, and I think after this, because he went to the coaches' clinic thing. Because they brought all the coaches and GMs, I think, into a meeting in Chicago. And they had Bowman talk, and they had um, Quenville Quenville talk. And then this happened, and you didn't hear anything else. Too hot. Come Um, here, kid. Show me the photos on your phone. No, no. Let me put them up on the TV screen in my office. Quenville apparently just kind of brushed it under the rug. Babcock was manipulating people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, a, a little different? Not overly. It's, yeah, I wonder, but yeah, he's I, gone. I'm glad he's gone. Good riddance. Good riddance. No other coach should even think of doing this. No, but I mean, I wonder what it's going to be like for him living without a multi-million dollar contract because he hasn't done that in so long. From hero to zero. Well, his, his career earnings, he'd better be. He better have money left over. Do you remember before Toronto hired him, the excitement they're watching his plane plane. tail number and tracking it on flight radar? And look, he's coming to Toronto. Yeah, how'd that work Um, out for you, Toronto? How'd that work out for you? Just asking. And your and your and your and your wonder kid. Your wonder kid GM. How'd that work out for you? Oh yeah, he's in Pittsburgh now. Still good. Yeah. Um, Worked out really well in Toronto though. Wasn't really well. Well, Really didn't have well. full control, did he? To be fair, though, to be fair, that roster should have produced. Yep, but they just didn't. And I don't. Think and, it's they just didn't. And, and, and they just think, didn't. And they just didn't. And they just didn't. And they just didn't. And then he just didn't. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a year <laughs> that they just <laughs> because we got tougher. Even and the headlines we... are now that Toronto had a deep playoff run. What's the expectation for this season? Like, you didn't have a deep playoff run. You made it to the second round and got just the tip bonked. Just the <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> nice. It's like, no, no, things, I don't know where to go from that. Things are different now, though, because we've kept all of our top players, didn't re sign many of them, only the one, and we gave him a raise, even though we always get capped. <laughs> yep. Give him a raise, so mm-hmm. that might cost us Nylander and, so this, and Marner. The Shanna plan is just. But that's okay, because we're going to get tougher, because we're going to get this old guy. That even though Pan wanted him for one year, we got him for three. Reeves. Reeves. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a problem. He's, he's going to be good. He's going to be fun. Uh, not overly. Because you also traded Sam Lafferty to Vancouver and then waived um, a bunch of other guys that were tough. So now, but don't worry, you've got an 18 year old forward. You got Domi. Domi's not a fighter, he's just a pest. Mm. He's Yarko Rutu. Yeah. Well, again, in the first preseason game, he meet 11 seconds in, he got a penalty. Hey, keep doing that against the Suns power play. Well, yeah, keep playing. And our penalty kill is impeccable. Well, oh, it's good. It was very good. It was that very game good last Pittsburgh. year, and it was very good at the end of the year too. Yep. 
It's yeah, I'm so happy with it. That's a and re- the goaltending's gotten a lot better. Too. That's a really great weapon to have that is unheralded, mm-hmm. but can reap you dividends by keeping you out of trouble. They don't necessarily win you a game. They keep you from losing, losing the game. And that's that's like a good defensive line in football. Yep. Yeah. Can't win you the game, but it can keep you from losing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm liking that. Yeah. Get, getting back to Babcock being Babcock. <laughs> Glad he's gone. Yeah. It, I'd be embarrassed if I was Yarmo. I'd be embarrassed if I was Boone Jenner. Both yeah. of them better have talked to the team. And said, we, uh, we thought this was a good idea. Apparently it wasn't. Yeah. And of course, like the rookie's going to have a different conversation than Boone Jenner will, and that's part of the manipulation. That's part of the it's part of the manipulation of someone like my ba- Mike Babcock. Said I had this conversation one on one with everyone, so the veterans like, um, Boone like Boone Jenner and the other guy that they got from uh, uh, Johnny Goudreau, they're going to have a different conversation. And be like, yeah, no, that was fine. We just kind of talked about whatever, and you hear all these other stories. Erica Branson, I think, would have gotten killed under um, Babcock. Just in the way that he's tanked out Commodore and Jason York. I had nothing positive to say about him. All, all the guys that he's tried to bury, I think it would have been Goodbranson. Because Goodbranson signed there for another He's years He's years? an older player on the tail decline, end. On the decline. So Babcock would be, oh, he'd be- very tough and... Tough and abusive and psychological on the old guys on decline and very manipulative on the young players. Well, being tough on the guys on decline is manipulating the younger players. No, he would do it directly to like Mitch Marner, right? Oh, yeah. Rank all of your teammates from hardest working to lowest lowest ranking and then tell the team about that. True. And then play them on the fourth line. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Babcock's going to Babcock, but he was such a good coach. You could tell the Dubis, gold medal winner. You could Stanley tell the Dubis winner. didn't want him either, right? So, well, Shanahan ruined did. a couple years. Yep. Well, Shanahan played Shan- for him, and his interactions with him were great. Shanahan, even though Yo- Johan Franzen's got PTSD still now. Yeah, but the Shanahan plan, the Shanahan plan, everything—that's the thing that's holding Toronto back more than anything. Yep. yep. Well, see, I that's why I, want I still him to think stay. they win the division. Yeah. So well, I, if he would have, they would have gone Carlson in that. Well, they're a great been. regular season team. You can't deny it. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to win the division. I would imagine. But their defense is worse this year, and they'll be worse in the playoffs this this year. We're not talking about the playoffs. Why would they ever talk about their success in the well, playoffs? Because well, they're they're going to win the division, so well, they'll so make the playoffs. But once they're in them. I don't have a whole lot of uh, faith in them going. And Ottawa forward. squeaks into the wild card. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. They've you, already are, won their first round. Are you ready to slay the dragon? I'm ready. I'm ready too. I'm ready. I think if the if Ottawa was to squeak in and, and play Toronto in the first round of the playoffs, I think they have a, red, a this is the way to doing it. This is Ottawa a perfect way to have do a it. Better chance to beat them in the second round. Why? Because they'll be worn out a bit. Oh, right. Fair. But I'm ready. We're, we're not the top team coming in. We're the underdog. So it's like, even if you do lose yeah. again, it's like... Or if, we, if we're second, third in, in the division. Yeah. Then it would move to second round. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with it. Uh, we got to keep moving. Yeah. Uh, Stamkos was not offered a contract this summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, no! I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And he went public with this He's going to go to Toronto. 
After the preseason, do you think? Where yeah, are they going to fit him in? Come here. They'll find a place. Come here. Where? We, well, I suppose we could find yeah. a place for him. We, we, we definitely can next year. We just found like $17 million. He's a... Uh, sign him for a year and then uh, take on um, Dreisaitl. <laughs> oh, you have wonderful one-year plans. Hashtag summer of pan. <laughs> or Now, I. so the way that I'm seeing it, because obviously, and then with that Vasilevsky's out for two months with a back surgery on a goaltender, because that's going to work out great. Well, just as well as the ankle surgery about for two Matt knees? Murray. How about two knees on Forsberg? Yeah, well, they, he seemed to be okay. Yeah. There was no surgery on that. Oh. Um, they don't have a first-round pick this year or next year. Who? Tampa. Tampa. Oh. And they don't have a second this year, and I don't think they've had a first in oh, no! four or five years, must probably. must be so awful to have won three well, cups and be thing. in that position. So in my my assumption is that Julian Breesbois the GM is saying, well, I either resign him or I can tr- if we're not in, I can trade him for a lot. Yeah. And then keep everybody else and rebuild the uh, the pipeline. Yeah. Because it's going to take a few years to do that, but lots yeah. of draft picks will help. Because like, what was it in 2020 in the cup? He only got one goal, right? Oh. Sure, it's the one game that he played, the one shot that he took, and he blew out his knee doing it. But, <laughs> and it was a key goal. But this is like the rest of your team is so good that you and inf- and they've been very good at trimming from the bottom and keep going. Mm-hmm. So now at this point, this might be just the one guy that you need to move to restock the shelves. Good work. And you can get a good. He's still a good player. You can get a lot for him, especially a deadline if you're not in. From a team that's desperate. Yep. Yeah. In other words, if you want to keep him, I don't think he's going to shop it anyway. Would he rather stay, take it, and maybe take a discount and be forced to it? Probably. Probably you get to stay in Florida. Well, <laughs> it's your one team, right? Yeah. You get, and it's in Florida. Yep. And yeah. it won't be the first time they'd go see UFA. Yeah. Um, I want to skip uh, down a little bit. Um, yeah. to talk about uh Calgary. Yep. The Calgary Flames have signed an agreement with the city of Calgary and the Alberta provincial government. To fund a new arena. And the numbers that um, I was able to find show 72.5% of the money for that building is public. Mm-hmm. Get ready for it. Because we got the right mayor for it. I Well, we just went through Lansdowne 2.0. Well, yeah, don't get me started on Lansdowne. Yeah. Don't get me started on Lansdowne. That's a whole podcast of itself. Yeah. I haven't seen a single yeah. dollar of that. Anyway. Well, the interesting thing that came out of this announcement was a, a subsequent announcement by the minister of something or other in the provincial government. Who of de- Alberta? Who, of, yeah, the Alberta provincial government, some minister of something or other doing something or other. Let's not forget which party's in charge in Alberta currently. Yes, but his statement was no provincial tax dollars will be used to cover the provincial government's We're going to borrow for it. Well, how do you how do you put three hundred and thirty million dollars into something and not use tax dollars? Yeah, borrow for it. So you borrow it against tax dollars? Yes. Okay, that's a great idea. That's a. But great... did the politician lie in this case? Yes or no, Mister Prime Minister? <laughs> so the city is putting in five hundred and thirty-seven million, and the team is putting in three hundred and fifty-six. Mm-hmm. I. 
I really hope that this doesn't happen in Ottawa because that doesn't sit well with I've me. I've got some bad news for you because we got the right mayor for that. Oh, I'm pretty and sure. And he wanted the landslide, but at least we're limited to three garbage bags a week. I'm just. Which is. Yeah. Is that starting systematically, yet? Systematically a racist um, policy because minorities will have more, more, more family members in a household than. Well, they, white may, they may even have multi generations in right. the same building. That's right. But the whole concept of 72.5% public money into an arena just doesn't sit well with me. I, I, I have a fundamental issue with taxpayer dollars supporting billionaires' toys because that's what it is. That's, it's, it's basically... It depends what, what it brings to the city, though. And I know there's okay, jobs find me, and stuff like that. Find me $537 million in direct revenue to the city Direct revenue. They're spending it. It has to go back to the city. Not, oh, it's making jobs and you can collect taxes on that. No, 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 no. 537 direct. I don't see it ever happening in 30 years. That's over $10 million of direct revenue to the city a year. In a building the city owns. So it's not like the owner of the building is paying taxes. They're renting it. No. I don't think they're renting it for $10 million a year either. So can we briefly talk about Lansdowne 2.0? I don't really I, want I to, but... Because from what I understand of it is... Because it used to be a $300 million repair. No, it was going to be... A, well... It was going to be rebuilt. Well, rebuilt. There's going to be more housing and stuff like that, but now it's going to be 50% more expensive, so $413 million or something like that. Mm-hmm. And one less tower for housing. Mm-hmm. And they rebuild the northern stands. Yes, and build a new arena separately. And, and oh, the more hockey arena. Yeah, the, hop, the, uh, the arena for the 67s and the professional women's hockey league team will be yes. at the other end of the field, not the Bank Street end, the other end, so the east end. Oh. The arena will be on the, where the mound is. Okay. The berm. Thank you. That's where the arena will be then. It won't be underneath the, uh, the stands. Okay. It was how, a great how does, So how does any of that improve the city? It gives the city a, well, the okay, I will take the Mark Sutcliffe approach to this because I was listening to him being interviewed when this was being introduced. Um, the Civic Center, or the Arena TD Place, or whatever the hell you want to call it, the arena, is, it opened in 1968. Mm-hmm. So it's 54 years old. Mm-hmm. And the stands above it are of the same age. It is incredibly energy inefficient. It, even after the repairs to it during Lansdowne 1.0, um, it is still have problems with a leaky roof, with an inefficient ice plant, an inefficient heating plant, a lot of things. It's an older building. It's not young. And trying to fix the problems with where the building is located is engineeringly, terrible word, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, very difficult. It's not easy to fix because of how the building is basically built underneath the stands, as opposed to being a standalone building where you can access a lot of the things that are causing the problems directly. Okay. So you can't. Number two, um, the north side stands are 54 years old, which in terms of sports buildings, vary. And the design of them with the big cantilevered roof um, is functional but has a finite lifespan and you figure we're replacing bridges on the queensway that aren't as old okay so how does this help the community it gives the 
it helps the community by actually having a viable football stadium and hockey arena for events to occur. And um, I don't understand why the city can't just pay for that directly and has to fund it with giving away space for a land developer to build condos to their profit. And still, this costs $400 million. I agree. It makes no sense. Why can't we build... Now, I, 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 I have no problem with approving the plan, and I don't know how much of the public money is going to be going into this. That $400 million, That's We're the paying for money. the whole thing? No, that's the public that's contribution a... to it. How can we not... I See, I don't know how we can't build a 5,000-seat arena and a, and a football stand for $400 million. It's not an enclosed building. This isn't an NFL stadium. It's a ten or a 12,000-seat grandstand and a 5,000-seat hockey arena. How can we not build that for $400 million? In total. In total? Yeah. How? Why do we need to be giving away more land to a land developer who's just profiting from it because they happen to own the football team that you want to keep in that football stadium? Come on. Well, Come on. This is the same province that had the Greenbelt fiasco. Well, which is now being well, investigated by yeah. the RCMP. Not the same people, I know. but No. no. But even at that, like, where was all of Sutcliffe's parties and stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fundraisers. They are of the same political bent, let's be honest. Yeah, I don't understand. Bent, all right. I don't. <laughs> I would. I, <laughs> crooked. Not even just I bent. Four hundred million. Yeah, I just. I I don't understand why this is being considered to be a good idea. And everybody's oh well, you know how many people go to Lansdowne uh, in a year? There's a couple of million people visiting there, and blah blah blah. It's like yeah, yeah. And and why don't you ask the people who live around it how much fun that is? Let's let's rattle off these points here. Yeah. I'd rather just. Commission one of the builders with four hundred million dollars to build housing somewhere else, not there, or just spread it around the city wherever it's, yeah. it's needed. Not in not in Lansdowne. More housing there is just going to be a nightmare of traffic problems because it's not on trains. So not that the train helps, anyways. Well, there's a lot of buildings going up around where the trains are, but the problem is that is nowhere near it. So you build two condo buildings in a fairly densely residential area with small streets like there's no the closest main size street is riverside give me a break it's gonna be a mess anyways moving on we can talk enough about uh ottawa land development (laughs) um shifley and hellebuck sign identical deals in winnipeg i surprised that would, that came as a shocker because shifley i thought was the talk was he wanted to be out of there and and hellebuck i guess yeah so, so Wheeler and um, apparently Jubob seem to have been the problem. Is that maybe? If you're a Jets fan, that's got to be a little bit. You got to feel a little good about that because it seemed like there's a lot of got to be breathing a little easier. Yeah, they're old though. No, but well, they're it what, was 20, very uncertain what was going to happen. Late twenties, late twenties. Like they're just coming Shifley up. Shifley is thirty now. Is he? Yep. So you're going to sign him until thirty-eight, thirty-nine years old. Tyler Buck is also 30. So Okay. So now listen, you got one of the best goaltenders in the world. I don't care about five years from now. I don't care about three years from now. I care about now. Yeah. And he's good. So Yeah, he's one of the best. Figure it out later. He's probably top three in the league. Shifley, that seems a little much to me. Yeah. Rasmus Dahlin signs an eight. He's no Sanderson. (laughs) Eight year eleven million dollar deal. Basically. He signed an Eric Carlson deal. Now, my question to you is this three years from now. Steel. Sanderson. Yeah. <laughs> Sanderson versus Darlene. Sanderson. Oh, no. Darlene, hands down. Really? Oh, yeah. We don't watch him. 
True. Darlene is if you take everything that's good about Shabbat and everything that's good about Sanderson and you put them together. Shabanderson? <laughs> Sanderbot? <laughs> Sanderbot. <laughs> That's when AI takes over the auto center. <laughs> but no, it's, well played. I it's, like that it's one. a little hefty now. You got Owen Power to deal with. I think Tate Thompson signed for a while, but uh, it's it's a little hefty. It's probably a bit of an overpay, but you're Buffalo. Yeah, at least for now. Maybe they'll be in Cap Hill at Ottawa is in another couple of years. Never know. Keep handing up big contracts like that. Yeah. Welcome to the new but league. Ours are all it's eight, eight it's and a half fine. and below. So. It's fine. It's yeah. it it's a it should be a good deal. But yeah, I've got no problem with that one. Whatever. Yeah. Comparatively, I don't really have a good deal. Ottawa's a freaking steal, though. You got Tim. You got Brady. You got um, a Sanders Norris. forever. <laughs> Nor well, Norris. <laughs> Norris might come in really handy for the LTIR there, but Drysaitel just walks in, and then that's fine. And and Batherson's on a good deal. Batherson's on a good deal for Shabbat's still on a very know. price. Very Batherson needs a fire. Chikrin's still on a very friendly deal. And you think we talked about this before, but do you think Chikrin's going to take even money to stay? He's currently I, at two bd. He has two years left on his deal. Yes. Yep, you got two years left. Four point six. It would depend on how maybe this bringing year up to six. Well, I at don't, that point should be fine. Maybe we'll see. Depends on how this year goes. <laughs> like he's also got things. his injury issues. He's 25. He looks like he's 42. Yeah. He's like Colin White he's that like way. He's a man. Like, Colin White just looks old. <laughs> Speaking of Colin White. Yep. Yeah. Colin White just signed a two-way contract with Pittsburgh. Yeah, Kyle Dubas is picking off the former Sens like Pokemon. He seems to like them. Does he ever? It's fine. Yeah. We're okay with them. Did you want to talk about Vegas' standard yeah, covering? If you've seen it, uh, Vegas Golden Knights released... Uh, what their uh, Stanley Cup ring looks like and little diagrams, all the and a lot of thought and detail went into this, right? Detail. The number of uh, you know diamonds associated with this, and, number of stars for this, and little things. It, yeah, very well done. And what I think, one well, of the that, most, that it, so the stars with it, it's for um, the fifty-eight victims of the shooting. Yeah, and there's another one that's like the six for being their sixth year. I think the most uh, talked about piece is that literally. The top is removable and could be used as a pendant, but inside, when you take the top off, you can actually see like, in the arena, and it's got marked where the goals were in the clinch game. Very unique. Uh, absolutely a Vegas ring. Oh, very, so gaudy. It makes everything gold. else look tame. Very gold, you know, very gaudy, Fine. but that's Vegas, right? It's in exactly. their name, for Christ's sake. And, and you started joking about it in text when I shared that picture, and it brings up a good question. What would be, after seeing the like, Vegas, reality, like, what would be on an want... Ottawa Senator's Stanley Cup ring? Maybe like uh, 112 like stars for every shawarma place in the city. Comes in four years late. <laughs> comes in four years late. Doesn't work. It's far and far more. <laughs> comes in hot, though. Yeah. Comes in in hot. The ring either comes broken or square. <laughs> we are so positive. Listen. That's we have a new owner. Point. It's a new season. Why are you being... No, but this is an Ottawa. Why are you bringing <laughs> all these negative waves? It's all about the old train. Why cracks when it's cold, cracks when it's hot. Again, <laughs> again, with, again with the negative waves. <laughs> the ring cracks when it's cold. <laughs> it's only rated for 12 degrees Celsius. Two, 12 and a half degrees Celsius. <laughs> it's built for a different climate, that's all. It's like when you wash your hands, gets wet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. But that's it. <laughs> like looking at it, especially because we were there, we can almost sort of like 
pinpoint where we were sitting. <laughs> yeah. so it's, ever, it's pretty cool. If you ever see a, if you ever see Mark Stone, you, you, you can, can buy ask, a replica. Well, you can ask oh, yeah. Mark Stone to pop yeah. his ring open. It's you can use your sharpie. How much? Only nine hundred. Oh, that's a steal. U.S. Wow. though. Yeah, would oh. would you wear such a thing? No, you don't wear it. It's a collector. Uh, it's a collector. Okay. If I'm spending nine hundred dollars on that's something, an, I'm collecting. How, how many do you think that. Kevin Lee's going to buy? All of them. Yeah. Like, then sell them like, on the Twitter. Players' names on them. It's just like, yeah, I got <laughs> one for every uh, person that got a ring. So yeah, of course you did get. Is it time? Uh, yeah. Well, no. Sorry. One more thing. This just came out tonight uh, or this afternoon. I don't know if you guys heard about it. And um. They were talking about it. Um, I was actually on, I was listening to CBC National News um, when I was driving on my way here. And the NHL has banned the use of colored tape oh, on the ice. <laughs> it's all so, over. Absolute no, cowards. No pink, no camo, no rainbow. But I thought it was all about being able to um, express yourself. Every, no, everyone's, the freedom of expression of not wearing the jerseys. No, it's all, it's, it's everyone's welcome. Cowards. Everyone's welcome, but uh, yeah, just we be have, quiet about it. We're yeah, everyone's welcome. Just don't talk about don't it. Don't show yay. it. Don't say uh, honest question here: Didn't the NFL do something like this too? You were you can't deviate from your uniform in any way, like because people were wearing. Well, like, they're wearing uh, a lot of pink and stuff, right, for breast cancer awareness. Or well, they have those for specific games now, or certain yeah. causes, like they would do like a uh, something on their helmet or the way they put their. Uh, well, I think they have to stop after BLM or, and stuff like that. It was around well, that one time. One guy got real close at one point. Or was that the Rough, or rough Riders? Oh. <laughs> Red Blacks. Red Blacks. Yeah. He's putting the black out and he got a little crazy with it. And he like almost put too much. But does the NFL not have a rule like that? You have to stick to the team uniform? The No Fun League? Yeah, I'm sure they do. No Fun League, yeah. Well, they had their issues well, with that's, BLM, right? That's that's sticking to the team uniform, and I mean the the NHL says the same thing: you can't and alter you, a uniform, you, but you also can't even put colored tape on your stick. So the players can't do that, but the teams can have Pride Night because they are doing that. They, they can. are, but it's for the fans because the yeah the players t- are not participating at all. Yeah, the, they're, they're not, not they're not wearing anything. No, nope, those are all of that got banned. Those are all banned. Hockey fights, cancer banned. Yep, just nuclear. N- a military appreciation night banned. Good. That was paid for advertising. They're doing that. Or you're saying that's what they should do to be well, consistent. No, no. Th- well, they're no, not th- doing That's the, what the rule they're is. They're not doing the special oh. sweaters. Doing Nothing. Anything. They can still have the night. The Vegas Day of the Dead. Yeah. Chinese can. New Year. Oh, I see. They can, nope. They can still have the event, but no special sweaters, no colored tape, no altering of the uniform, nothing. If anything, it's a loss of jerseys. Face. For them it's a loss of too, face right? is what it is. It's a loss of face. You look like a bunch of cowards. No, tell me you're part of the community and you do this stuff. And again, not impressed. Just being, That's all I'm saying. Not just impressed. being pro pride doesn't mean you have to take your face full of dick. Can if you want to. If you can play, you can if play. If you choose to, yes, it's your choice. As long as you're not impacting anybody else. But nope. I, I yeah, mm, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Yes. Over to you. You know what really grinds my gears? Wow. Uh, you can start. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I know what one of them is because we've already talked about it. Yeah, I won't <laughs> talk about that. Well, well, the one thing I listed there was my my uh, ankle, foot, mm-hmm. whatever. Yes, that does grind my gears. Um, I'm gonna stick to one of these, and no, I'll mention them both. One is, uh, of course, the local radio station TSN 1200. Of course, it has been decimated, and you only have a morning show and an afternoon show. It's just brutal. A truncated it is, afternoon show. It is brutal. But what I what I wanted to grind my gears and, and the the host of the morning one, and I think he's actually the manager for the show is is J. R. Rodenberg. Uh, he's the and, manager and, for the station. Station, yeah. Uh, not him personally, but his 
and he revealed it. And now that he revealed it, I'm, I think back to what it is that sometimes rubs me the wrong way when I listen to a show. Um, and he, he admits this. He says, look, I've been a sports fan for many, many years. And the teams I cheer on, the number of times that they've actually won the championship, whatever that team is, about four. So I haven't done very well at that. So I get more enjoyment out of watching teams and watching things fail. And that is what he does when he watches sports. So, for example, Major League Baseball. I don't know if he's a Jays fan or not, but he enjoyed watching the Jays fail. The same way I would enjoy watching the Maple Leafs fail. I'm not picking on what team he's cheering for or not, but that's what he does. And I think about it, it's like that explains the way he talks about the centers, about every sports team he's watching for failure. It's He lives in the schadenfreude. And, and oh, fine. But now that I, I heard him say that, I realize that's why like, you think about it. You could just go smug into every single morning interview, unless they won the cup, right? You can just go in there like, well, you're just not going to win games of goaltending like that. Over to you. That's what they you did. Know? Well, that's, that's you're just not going to, that kind of defense isn't going to do it. And, you know, the just thing, over it's and it, it's over. It's worked in losing seasons with a bad owner. Right. But that's all he does. And I realize yeah. like, that's what is, that's what is. It rubs me the they, wrong way. They is that, nitpick. Is this really the appropriate lens to be viewing the senators through when you're the official radio station of the team? That, that's what the relationship was so bad. Brent Wallace is really bad at it too. Any little thing he'll just grab well, onto. That's Brent Wallace. No, I, I think Jr. is very intellectual. I, I these, like his show, all, but I realize that's what it is. It's like, yeah. oh, that's what it is that rubs me the wrong way about this. Is that you're just you're celebrating the failure all the time. But yeah, give me two good with one bad. Right. And then you're critical. Like, listen to us. Like, we'll, we'll pick apart when they're screwing up and we don't like something. But now we also. I'll praise when they're doing good. Is what I tell my teammates, too. Is like, if you're complaining about something, you better come with a recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So that if you're just crying, then go cry somewhere else. Don't leave me alone. Don't have time for this. True. So, that, so especially as the team's getting it and improving and stuff like that, Sean Simpson. Like, oh, just ignore him. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like, you no, cut him off. Right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. listen anymore. Yeah, I don't listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the other thing, grass by gear, unrelated, is uh, I have a car wash membership. Have you been over to see Halo, uh, the car wash that's further down Sitzville, Maine, next to uh, a bank of a three-letter name? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's get that local reference there. <laughs> BMO. <laughs> yeah. No, the other one starts with R. Uh, anyway, there's a, a new car wash, and you can get a monthly membership, and you can just go as many times as you want a month. So I'm. Totally digging that. Like just like every, 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 oh yeah, sure. just every day. Like, yeah, every day four times. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whoop. Yep, sure. Whoop. Um, Until you get whoop. a lot of wax buildup on your windshield <laughs> and driving in the rain, it's gonna be like, oh, it feels like it's technicolor. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, what grandma gears and it's like a long one too, so you don't have to sit there and wait for the car in she's front in. of you to finish before you get in. to go in. It's just one long in. conveyor belt. Just really? Over. Okay. Yeah. So you can just get the cars through there really fast. This one stupid pickup truck, might have been his first time through, pulls up in front, and he didn't load any. He had, like, two open tools in the oh. back. Of the, the, well, the, maybe they were the dirty. Pers- the person ran out and, and got him to remove it. He was pulling out, like, a rake and then another rake and then a shovel and then another rake and then a pickaxe. And it, just, it was just a – and then he went through and he broke the thing. Oh, oh, even better. So it was closed for us the rest of the day, and I didn't get my free wash that day. Did you demand compensation? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was... You didn't of, think of it, did you? I don't know if I really grind my gears, but I just like, couldn't believe it. Way to go, you idiot. Yeah. People who 
who do not prepare for things and then expect the world to cater to them. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, I'm with you on that, Pan. What bugs you? So, well, obviously, I'm on, on Ozempic because everybody's on it, but also because uh, I, no. I, I'm actually legitimately need it for diabetes. And there's a shortage because people want it for weight loss and they don't really need it for weight loss. And I strongly wouldn't recommend it for weight loss. It also doesn't last. You plateau and then you gain it back. So just let you know if you are but, interested. But I'll lose it to begin with and then I'll figure something else out afterwards. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, anyways, I'll Dory on it. So of course now... <laughs> so what's happening now is they're, they're rationing how much it's getting it. handed out. So I'm paying, or I, I get one month's supply at a time now instead of the three months. Wow, oh, useful. So do you think the pharmacy is really going to push you that? Because they've got their um, dispensing fee. And that's a flat fee for every time. And all they do is take a box out of the freezer, put it in a bag. Freezer? Yeah, because we're all in a fridge. It's going to be kept cold. Depends oh, on the medication. Okay. Depends on the medication. I didn't realize that was a thing, but so okay. yeah, so that's that's a dispensing fee. So they're tripling the dispensing fee. Go to Costco. Go to I, I do. Okay. So it's cheaper. In, it's insignificant, but it, that's not the point. Um. So yeah, that's, that's one of the issues that I have with the medical system right now. One of the many. Oh, those family doctors, man. Hard to find. Mine, mine retired. I have one. They're causing their own problems. Yep. Well, they, they some of the some of the problems. It's all yeah. based on pay. Yes. You're capped out on a certain number of cli- uh, clients, patients, which I'm like, eh, fine, but they don't do annual physicals anymore. Nope. You, you, yeah, you're you about have, the fourth person who I've taught you about that. Yeah. You have, so I need, a, I need you an have an issue. So now you're being reactive versus proactive, which actually costs more to the health system and digress. If you want to talk about an issue, you have to book an appointment for each issue. Yes. Yeah. Can I book three in a row? No. I'd like to book three appointments. You're 10, 10, you're 10, yeah. 20, and you're 10, 30. Nope. But what if everything's related? Nope. I know. That's what I mean. So yeah. nonsense. Yep. And it's sad that I'm actually actively looking at the private and I don't want to. No. That's what but the private's there for. Because yeah, before they shut it down. <laughs> Doug Ford wins. What bugs me <clears throat> is uh, yeah, Doug Ford. It, it's the Ontario government. Hey, listen. It wasn't good before him either. So I'm not nope. going to put all the blame on him, but he's breaking the system just like he tried to do with teaching. And the last strike really blew, blew him up when he used a notwithstanding. Yep. No, what bugs me with uh, Doug Ford is um, the uh, Percy Street replacement. Percy Street Bridge replacement. It's still not done, eh? It won't be. There's a bridge there? The bridge is sitting there. It's been sitting there since the summer. It was supposed to be replaced on the weekend of the 10th of August where we had the massive rainstorm where everybody's basements got flooded. Isn't Percy underneath the 417? Yes. They're replacing yeah, the 417 bridge, bridge over. So Rochester to... No, Rochester, Bronson, Percy, Kent. Kent. Yeah. Uh, Kent. Bank. Then, and then. Oh, uh, Bank. Well, they're doing O'Connor Kent Manca. now. No, no, they're still trying to do Percy. Kent is closed right now. No, Kent is closed because they're just the exit rebuilding ramp. it. That's yeah. just the exit ramp they're doing. They're not changing the bridge. The bridge was done several years yeah, ago. Can we just hit those a bunch of times? Sure. Yeah, just... So the Percy Street Bridge was supposed to be done in August. Wow. What are you, the edge? You got some heavy <laughs> reverb going there. The Percy Street Bridge was supposed to be done uh, in August. And we had that massive rainstorm where all the flooding happened. And the provincial government took all the transporters and took them away <coughs> to another job site. So the, the transport they, modules they to pick it up and move it oh. are gone. And the provincial government is not telling the city when they're coming back to do it. So the city finally got around to opening Chamberlain again. Because it was closed for two months for what was supposed to be closed for that bridge replacement, which hasn't happened. But they at least reopened that street because there's no reason for it to be closed because nothing's happening. 
Meanwhile, the Percy underpass closed. Mm-hmm. It's full of rubble, rated for the bridge to be destroyed into it and the new one to be driven in. Nope. No date. There is no equipment to move that bridge. So let's talk Nothing. about these Ottawa rings again. <laughs> so what bugs me is the uh, Ontario government who uh, basically said, no, we are, we're not delaying your work by a week to get it done. We're simply going to say, we'll reschedule it at some other point. And we're taking all the equipment away to go work somewhere else. The end. Wow. Well, like if you've got a schedule, you've got a schedule, right? You can push things by a week. Everything has... You have to has... push everything by a week. Then. So what? Is that better than, than leaving it sitting there for a year? Well... How well did the Ontario uh, Conservatives do in Ottawa? Not well. Did. That's that's mm-hmm. that's why they have to do the ones down mm-hmm. in southern Ontario. Well, oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's the provincial government going is playing politics with repair projects. Mm-hmm. Big surprise. Or, Never. Or, or, the, or the green belt. Yeah, fair enough. So that's what bugs me is because at least the the Bronson Street uh, opened Bronson Avenue um, exit ramp is open and the entrance ramp westbound is open now. Yep. But that's been it's, years. It's still, yeah, but then that, can close right at the same time. That was um, about uh, almost three years that it was closed. I thought it was longer than that. No, but so listening to us, three. It wasn't pre uh, pre pandemic. No, it was really? right right at the start of it. Okay. Yeah, so listening to us rant about all the construction and big projects and building oh, in Ottawa. Try downtown where I live. Who wants the downtown arena? Mate, <laughs> hey, all you have to do is drive through Le Breton Flats right now. And it's red. Bronson is closed. You can't drive between Slater and, and Laurier. The hill is closed. Can't <laughs> Perfect. Because they're rebuilding Nanny Goat Hill. The mayor is pushing of... for NDHQ. Yeah. Well, they're and it's like, what? What? NDHQ. He wants it downtown. It's that or um uh, those buildings. The old Ottawa, the, the high no, tech school. Less Penad Laurier, something. You like can't that? put an arena at Less Penad Laurier. There's not enough space around it. It's one city block, but there's no space around it. Well, to they're going to any... tear down those buildings that are there. There's no space around it for any sort of public transport or anything. You'd be two blocks. The train's from the right train. there, though, isn't it? Well, three blocks up. Is it? Train's on Queen that Street. That's not bad. So you'd be going Laurier, Slater, Albert, Queen. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. That's that's like a ten minute walk at best. When was the last time you walked ten minutes in uh, February? That's all I'm saying. Well, I don't do that. Exactly. You up. don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. I do, because I walk everywhere in downtown. It's fine. But the vast majority of people will not be willing Just to walk 10 minutes. Check. Make a plus 15, like in Calgary. A what? Well, that's an expression. It basically an elevated walkway. We'll see. You know yeah, they're going to screw it up. Of course they're going to screw it up. Of course they are. What if they just build next door to the current arena? That would be awfully sensible. They have the land. They have the space. Just give me a bigger monitor. <laughs> yeah. And, and extend the, the train. so outdated. And extend the train out there. Extend the train. You can't because they've blocked, they closed. <laughs> anyway, they salted they the ground the, and they burned it. Week to come. Let's get That's out what of I here. did with my ants. I haven't seen an ant since I freaking nuked the backyard. It's amazing. Week to come, and we know when we're coming back. So, tomorrow being Wednesday, season opener in Carolina. We're there. It's going to suck, isn't it? Probably. That's just... <laughs> Seeing that Carolina is one of the two teams to most people are picking to come out of the um, East. Yeah. I got them cup champs. They're a very good team, but hey, let's just knock that one off the list and yep. uh, move on with our lives. Yep. Right, so um, opening just, game jitters, we hope. I know Shvetsnikov. Hey, if they do lose tomorrow, we'll get to see oh, yeah, the Storm I love that. Surge, yeah. right? Was it? Yes, actually, we, we wouldn't see that. Who? What? How much? The, uh, storm Surge at the end of the game if, when they well, win. If they win, heavily favored, we would get to see the Storm Surge. When they come up to center ice and do their stupid little dance at Don Cherry Eights. Oh. The players do this? Yeah. Yeah, the bunch of jerks. Oh. Bunch oh, of jerks. Sure. 
You don't remember that stuff? That was great. Don't care. Um, Priorities, man. Priorities. And what else can you do on a Saturday afternoon than go to an Ottawa home opener against the Leafs? No. Habs? No. Bruins? No. It's the Flyers, isn't it? The Philadelphia Flyers! Somehow sold that out. (laughs) Cheryl's back, so I'm pretty sure he gave them all the way. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> and then the day after is Sunday, the fifteenth. Sunday, seven p.m. against Tampa. Yeah. So the way the schedule goes, we're probably gonna have a goalie that's never played in the NHL playoffs. Yay! Sure. You know what happens when a goalie's never played in the NHL plays against the Ottawa Senators? They tend to win. Yep. They, yeah. Yep. So we got a good uh, one and two start, and then we'll be back on Monday the sixteenth. Apparently. Yeah. Look at us go. Look Neat. at us go. Hopefully everything goes well. Until then, we're done, right? Or until the two of us have COVID. Yay. Yeah, you two get <laughs> COVID. If you two get COVID again, I am not coming out here on Monday. I'll tell you that right, well, right that's, now. That's that seems right. kind of obvious. But <laughs> I just thought I'd make it perfectly clear. If we're not back here on Monday, it's probably not my fault. Until then, <laughs> happy landings, gentlemen. Get back here safely. On behalf of Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Good night. Don't sound as good.